Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Sacred Sessions. I am your beautiful host, Madison, and on today's episode, we are talking about protecting your peace. This episode is a long-winded episode. Usually when I have all my episodes planned out, Spirit is like, Okay, you can plan all these episodes, but just know that if you're going to talk about something, we're going to we're going to make you go through it. And boy, 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 boy. <laughs> Did protecting your peace. They had me go through it for sure, which is one of the reasons why I've been gone for a little bit, but not really gone cuz I've been uploading on Instagram, like reels and TikToks. I've been at pop-up shops. I've done my trunk shows. I've done possibly anything and everything at this point. Um, I finally started my YouTube channel and just started posting back again and just having more clients, um, whether that's with my artistry and then uh, with my intuitive and my healing work. But with all that being said, with protecting your peace, I, I, I noticed how, number one, there's a lot going on in the world, number one. We're living in a space and we're living in a time where a lot of people have had enough. They're tired of the bullshit. Um, they're sick of being taken advantage of. They're sick of being looked over. And a lot of people just do not have the patience for the same old things they once, you know, looked over. And that, you know, goes into protecting your peace, protecting your energy, protecting your aura. And one thing I love to talk about, especially with um, my clients, is my shielding work. So if you do not know, I am a spiritual healer. So I do shielding practices. I do divination practices. I do aura cleansings, I do energy cleanses, I do tarot work, I do ancestral messages. Above all, which most of y'all know me for, is my mediumship, which allows me to channel messages from those who have crossed over. Such a beautiful gift that I am so happy that I have. But with that, there go there's there's a lot that goes into being able to channel and being able to um, be a light worker and an energy worker. And one thing I love to talk about, especially with my clients, is I talk about my Japanese garden. Protecting your peace in my, in Maddie's realm, (laughs) involves me literally having a beautiful Japanese garden with the plush grass. We can walk barefoot. We do Tai Chi or Qigong. We we bang the gong. We bang Tibetan bowls. We have, you know, beautiful music, you know, all, all the elements of the world, the fire, the water, the earth, the wind is all welcome in this Japanese garden, okay? But particularly when it comes to people, not everybody's welcome. (laughs) I treat my Japanese garden as if if you are not, if you plan to knock on the door, these huge doors of this Japanese garden that I am in, if you plan on doing that, you need to make sure you're bringing something to the table. 
And I don't mean what we've seen when it comes to, you know, what do you bring to the table when we're talking about relationships? I'm not talking, I'm not talking about that. But I'm saying if I am inviting you into my space, into my serene, into my peace, are you offering to help me build my bridge that maybe just got broken? Right? Are you offering to help feed the koi fish that are in the pond? Are you offering simply to just come meditate with me and be in the space and be in abundance and be in peace and serene, right? Now, if you coming up in there and all of a sudden weeds start growing because you decide to put some seeds down and you decide to just disrupt the growth of the natural plants, then you don't need to be there. (laughs) That's how I put it when it comes to my sacred place, when it comes to my Japanese, Japanese garden. That's what I, that's how I feel when it comes to being in my peace. And I feel like we shall all learn how to protect our energies and our auras in that way. I want to ask for anybody that is getting to that point where they know they can no longer be taken advantage of or deal with the same things they once put up with put up with when it comes to your career, when it comes to people, when it comes to the world of the internet, right? You need to ask yourself, what does your peace look or feel like? And for me, like I said, my peace feels and looks like that Japanese garden. Very sacred, very wholesome, um, very in tune um, and taken care of. Now, there may be times where, you know, a bird may come in and may fling some water at me or, you know, I may have a squirrel come in that may dig up my strawberries, but I always put it back together. You know what I mean? But you have to know what that piece looks like and you have to be able to protect whatever boundary or shield that you set. And for the last few months, I've had to weed out energy that I'm no longer aligned with and that is no longer aligned with me. And it's nothing completely wrong with it, uh, whether this is with um, people, whether this is my mindset or whether... This is um, the things that I watch on TV or the people that I once was able to listen to or the music that I was once able to listen to. And protecting my peace in my own vicinity meant that I had to be able to stand by those boundaries that I placed. So I'll use an example. So I was listening to Mac Miller and shout out to Mac Miller Okay, R.I.P. to Mac Miller. If you know who Mac Miller is, he's the greatest. But anyway, and if you know how he passed away, you know, he didn't pass in the best way. He he passed away from an overdose. Well, allegedly, we'll say allegedly, right? But he passed away and Mac makes very melodic um, music. But with that very melodic sound, he also has a very depressive sound. So I found myself listening to one of the albums and there were a few songs that I could still listen to that I could still jam out to. And then there were other songs where I was like, oh my gosh, like I can feel his energy. Like I knew exactly in this moment he was depressed, number one, not just because of the lyrics, but it's just in the sound and how it's created. And, you know, as I evolve 
um, as a healer, you know, I'm, I'm in tune a lot more and I can pay attention a lot more. And so I kind of have to set, I kind of, no, I have to set that boundary and be vindictive and say, you know what, this does not help me moving forward. This not, this does not keep my vibration high. So I need to turn to music and vibrations that are more in tune with the vibration that I, that I'm in right now. Like the songs that were in, in more depressing moods, they serve their purpose, but this is not me, you know, on, on a scale all the time. And that was something that I had to, I had to really be like firm about, even with people, you know, as much as I love people, it's important for me, it's important for all of us not to be enablers and to let people learn on their own and to let people, you know, motivate themselves and figure out things for themselves. And as much as I'm a good person and people have good intentions, and we, and I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, we all at least have pure intentions. And sometimes we may not go about it the right way. But I felt like I had the upper hand when it came to certain relationships and understand, you know what, here I am again, growing out of certain conversations, growing out of certain things that we're doing every time we're together, you know, or there are certain things that that tick me off now that I'm just like, ooh, I don't like that anymore. And I have to be firm and, you know, stating, I mean what I say, I say what I mean, and I'm not going to take my crown off to make you feel better about, you know, your insecurities (laughs) and you projecting those, trying to project those insecurities onto me. And I think that's just something that's just really important especially when you're protecting your own peace. It's one thing to shield and practice um, um, protective work against other people, but when you're not doing it yourself, like when you're not protecting you against you, huh, that's a whole different ball game. Everybody want to talk about, oh, I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to cut you off and I'm going to cut work off and I'm going to cut eating this out and doing this more, right? And we forget, like, um, did you cut out some of that ego? Did did you have a talk with your ego? Did did you check while you were checking those other people? Did you check your ego? Did did you do that? And if the answer is no, <clears throat> you got work to do. <laughs> like you got work to do. I'm okay when it comes to my sanity validating that my ego may got some issues. It may not want to let this thing go. It may be want to be manipulative today. It may, it want to, my ego may want to like snap at somebody or want to get a get back just because you did something nasty to me. But at the end of the day, I got to check myself and I got to protect myself at the same time. And I'll be like, look, we once would have did that maybe three months ago. Six months ago, a year ago, but right here in this present moment, we don't do that no more. So cut that shit out. <laughs> and if you're not willing to give yourself that kind of love, like that's that's a different type of love, a level of love where you could check yourself because you understand yourself, you value another part of yourself and you can make amends with that other part of yourself. <sighs> that's just like the best way. To, to protect anything that comes your way. And I feel 
that's been the best way that I've been able to do it as well. To tie this in back to my Japanese garden, when I'm able to look myself in the mirror and make amends with all the different parts and the different sides of myself, that's like what I said when, oh my gosh, I might have planted uh, the blueberries next to the watermelon, knowing good and well the blueberries and the watermelon don't grow, don't grow together, right? And I have to go, I have to go in and be like, what part of myself thought this was okay? And instead of beating myself up, I make amends with that version of myself and allows me to live more in harmony with myself. And I think more than anything, this episode of protecting your peace was more about me protecting me against me. (laughs) To be completely honest, like, How many times are we really protecting ourselves against ourselves? Because sometimes we can be our biggest critic and we can be our biggest bully and we can be our biggest manipulator, especially with the mind, because the mind is trying to catch up with what what our intuitive and gut feeling feels and it hasn't wrapped its head around around what you feel spiritually and the mind feels like, oh, okay. So since I haven't caught up, I could just do what I want. And it's just like, no, you can't sit down, have a seat. Ain't nobody talking to you right now. (laughs) And there have been ways where I've been learning how to talk more to myself, especially through my art. I will say one thing, becoming a full-time artist now, as a full-time creator, as a full-time um, spiritual coach, as a full-time healer and medium, <laughs> like all of my gifts are humbling the fuck out of me. Okay, I promise they are humbling me to to the fullest. Okay. I had a talk with a friend of mine the other day. And I was just saying how if you're going to do spiritual work, if you're going to do if you're going to do anything with any of your gifts, the ego has to be removed. It has to. And when I just say ego, I say the part of yourself that is in survival mode, the part of yourself that wants to materialize everything, the part of yourself that has anxiety, the part of yourself um, that may talk nasty to you and, and, and may tell you things that fill your head, but that's truly not aligned with you. The part of yourself that may psych you out and put doubt in your mind when you know, like intuitively, you know you the shit, right? <laughs> but I have realized as I channel with all of my gifts, so with my art, with my mediumship and all my practices, the ego has to be removed. It has to. It has to go out of the way because if I don't, I don't allow myself to be the most authentic and I don't allow myself um, to learn more about who I am as an individual. I learned how not to treat myself for sure, but I don't allow myself to completely evolve into the the, the highest portion of myself that I know that I can potentially be, that I know that's already within me and I just have to find a way to unlock it. And with that, sometimes that could be very draining. 
it can definitely be very draining. So I would say to anyone that wants to learn more about, you know, shielding practices, come and meet your girl for sure. But if you want to do more shielding and more and doing more ways of protecting your energy from, especially from people and maybe may even be from family, friends, or even just, you know, social media, um, it's okay that doing that work may be draining, but please allow yourself the time and the space to let your work do the work, okay? Like you can put, you can put the work in, right? But you have to let the work see itself through, all right? <laughs> Don't be out here trying to think you for to learn how to be shielded and protected all in one day because it's just not going to happen. It's it's not. I'm going to let you know right now. Y'all obviously see it uh, took me a few months to come back because I've been sitting here protecting my energy. And I will say, um, because I have, not that I wasn't doing it before, but because I keep evolving and my gifts continue to get stronger and I'm doing things, I'm doing a lot of things that are in more alignment with who who I was always meant to be. I realized how much stuff and crap and energy and people that was tied to parts of myself that I was no longer wanting to feed anymore. So I had to do, so not only was I protecting my space, I did a lot of clearing, cleansing. So you you basically have to take a look at all these different sections of your life. You're like, okay, you know, what are my eating habits? Okay, how am I talking to myself on a daily basis? Or, okay, how do I critique myself when I'm painting? Okay, how uh, do I feel around this individual when we do this activity? Or, you know, how do I feel when people have these types of conversations or when friends want to have these types of conversations? I had to pick and poke and sometimes still pick and poke as I continue uh, to keep evolving. But I had to pick and poke at every little thing because I realized every little thing kept fucking bothering me (laughs) because my garden, my garden was looking so different. You know, all these little things were blooming and then I keep finding these weeds and I just got to pull up these weeds. I'm like, "Mm, you got to go like "Mm, you got to go. Or if I open my door to my I I think of my uh, Japanese garden as this big old door, like this, like this giant, Chinese, like, like, I was going to say Chinese, but I'm like Chinese and Japanese. It's a mixture. It's a mixture. I'll take them both. Anyway, it's a big old like wall. It's like a wooden wall that's around my Japanese garden. And it has these big old doors. And I literally open my door like like a third of the way and I poke my eye out and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I'd be like, who are you? Who sent you? What what are you coming with? Are you coming? Are you coming to cook me something? Are you are you coming to help me uh feed my birds? Are you helping me feed my koi fish? What do you what do you want? Are you helping me get better at my Tai Chi? Like, or are you called coming here to cause a headache? What are you doing? And so 
That's literally how I feel. Probably like the ancestors when you don't come with an offering. <laughs> like, don't be asking me for nothing and you ain't put in the work. Don't be coming over here asking for, for nothing to, to have access into my garden when you ain't bringing nothing. Don't do that. That's rude. <laughs> so uh, there were a lot of things that I definitely had to, you know, pick and poke at on a daily basis, even, you know, in my home life. And even what, you know, even what type of clients that I wanted to accept. And I had to be very um, firm in that decision, too, where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to just keep accepting any and everybody that just want to talk about love all the time. Like I got there are people on the other side that want to communicate and you holding up the line like I ain't got time for that, you know, or. There'll be certain conversations that I don't want to have anymore. And I'll just be like, look, this is draining me or I'll check out. I'll Maddie will check out on you in a heartbeat. And I'll just say, you know what? I really don't feel like having this conversation. I understand you may be feeling some type of way about it, but can we talk about something else? And if we don't want to talk about something else, I just move on, you know, and you have to be okay when you're in this space of moving on and protecting and self-guarding yourself, you have to be okay with releasing and letting go. What came to mind when I really first started this episode was I was, and so I'm gonna let y'all in on a little insight too, especially as a um, healer. I was hearing a lot of hush-hush talk, especially on my social media because I had been posting a lot. Uh, I'm still posting a lot. Um, I'm posting a lot. But then also, I hear a lot of people having hush-hush conversations when I'm not in the room. And they're having hush-hush conversations over the phone. And they're having hush-hush conversations on my profile when they, um, and a lot of times, and I've seen this pop up on TikTok when I find myself scrolling through TikTok sometimes, but they always make this joke how, you know, TikTok is better because people actually interact with you and, you know, they want to know how you do certain things. But Instagram is this taboo thing where like people watch your stories or, or, people are on your page and you have no idea who is on it. Like TikTok will let you know if somebody went to your page and if somebody was scrolling, if somebody was like, like TikTok will let you know, you know, as opposed to Instagram, you know, you have, there could be pretty much any and everybody that is, you know, wishing you ill will that is, um, that is wishing you or just protect projecting their own insecurities onto you and then they can hit you with a text message smiling in your face or you know or they may say oh congratulations about something when the reality is is like they wishing it was them and so i had to do a lot of shielding work greater than i had done in the past because I am putting myself more out there into the world. And one thing that I've always talked about, you know, coming, knowing that I'm supposed to be in the limelight limelight, and coming into the limelight, especially with my gifts, is number one, I don't want anybody to ever make me feel inadequate because I have lived such a life where I felt inadequate 
and I felt like I should hide and I should hide under my gifts and I and in a way protecting my gifts by hiding like that in one way that was my form of protecting my peace by hiding because people would shun me for it or make me feel guilty you know for the gifts that I had and for the mind that I had and um one thing that I said was if I'm going to put myself out there to the world, if I'm going to come into this limelight, I'm not going to let anybody make me feel the type of way that I felt a long time ago. Which is, more importantly, the reason why you guys got Accept Your Greatness, tapping into the person that you have always meant to be, because that's where I was, tapping into and accepting my gifts and channeling my gifts for what they were. And... I'm in such a beautiful space right now where as I come into my own and I am giving the world more access to meet me and for other people with the same gifts that I have or that need somebody to see something that they're interested in to do the same thing that I'm doing to find me. You know, you open yourself up to other people that just don't have your best interests. And I didn't want, you know, to stray away from my practices. And I didn't want, you know, the weight of the world and the negatives of the world to take away of my curious mind, from my charisma, from my joy, from my passion and the things that were making me happy and the things that do make me happy right now. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to really protect myself. I'm going to really, I'm going to really put up these shields and I'm going to put up these guards. And let me tell you something. My ancestors been done, been to a few people's houses and, um, yeah, they shut that shit all the way down. My ancestors have shut that shit all the way down. You not fucking with a sunshine, okay? Literally straight out the womb. My ancestors have protected me since day one. You not messing with a sunshine. You not messing with a sunflower. You not messing with a joy. That's what they call me on the other side. They call me they sunshine or they sunflower. Like you not fucking with me. I'm gonna let you know this shit right now. If you think you got one over on me, <laughs> you better go back and read the scriptures. Check your Bible, okay? But for real, like I am not I am not the one. And honestly, doing the next level of my shielding work, oh my gosh, it let me know how much of a practitioner that I was. I was just like, "Ooh, girl, you powerful." Like, it let me know. And moving forward, I am in this space, well, I moved from the space of safeguarding from others to safeguarding against myself, making sure at the end of the day, if I'm putting myself out there to the world, um, one, of course, be ready, you know, for whatever the world has to say, but also to understand that you are not worse than the world. And that was a big thing that I had to swallow to make sure I am not my worst critic, to make sure I am always loving myself at every step of the way and every process and and through every moment 
And journaling has helped a lot. Y'all know I love my journaling, but definitely journaling has helped me a lot through that because I am able to... The person that I need, maybe two days ago, I can go look back at her and, and ask her for help. Or the person right now, I can go and ask her for help, um, especially with my art. Um, there have been days where I'm like looking at my art piece and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I don't feel the same way I once felt, you know, two or three days ago. And I go back and I look at my journal and I'm like, it's okay to change it. <laughs> Fuck what the world says. It's okay to to wipe out the first canvas and start something new. It is okay because that is how your mind works. And be okay with how your mind works, you know? Some people can't get down like that, Maddie. Like, those are things that I have to say to myself. And it's such a beautiful thing just because I've actually taken the time to get to know myself. But all that to say, when it comes to protecting your peace... I'm going to just recount everything that we have learned today on the struggle bus, okay? We have learned it on the struggle bus because we on the struggle bus, but now we on the manifestation and I'm on the accepting my abundance bus, okay? That's that's what bus we on. We on the abundance bus. <laughs> Number one is to get to know what your peace is looks like. And when I just say get to know what your peace looks like, understand your boundaries, okay? Understand who you are as an individual. And then make sure you are firm in whatever boundaries that you set. Sometimes you may forget what those boundaries are cuz people push your limits and that is okay. But it just know to come you can come back to those boundaries cuz you know it's going to come back up again and you know the next go around, the next time you get that chance, you know exactly what to do. The next one, protect yourself against others' energy by doing some shielding work, by doing some mantras, by doing some meditation, um, by loving on yourself more. That can be a form of shielding as well, Um, especially if you have a lot of self-hatred and you want to implement more love into your internal, internal being. But... Learned how to do that, but also learn how to protect yourself against yourself and make amends and build healthy relationships with the other parts of yourself. So one more little tidbit when it comes to the ego, checking your ego. I I just have a relationship with her. I know how she act. I know how she's going to be, but I still tell her I love her. And I accept her for who she is and that it's okay. But I do tell her, go sit in the corner because you're not needed right now. <laughs> it's okay to do that. And then also, the last thing, release the things that are no longer serving you. Whether this is a mindset, whether this is energy that once served you in order to get you to a certain place. So like building building walls that you no longer need, Right having a certain practice that you no longer need, right? Whether this is like through a workout or this is eating habits, break it down. And also release the people and release the energy that came with that person. Release the conversations that came with that person. They once served a space, they once held a space. But if you know deep down in your heart, 
and your gut that you no longer need it, it's okay to release it. It's okay. And it's okay if you can't release it right now. It's okay. It will take time. Be okay and be accepting of the time that it takes, okay? Even though time is an illusion. But yeah, be accepting of it all. (laughs) So with that being said, I am now going to start closing off uh, episodes with a little sound healing. And I'm excited to do this. So if you guys are ready, I'm going to hit on my little bow and we're going to close it out. I will see y'all later. Until next time. Bye.